Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. In three, two, one. And welcome to the RecordNet Newsroom podcast. I'm your host, reporter Bob Highfill, and it's my pleasure to have with us on this bittersweet podcast about Van Buskirk Golf Course. Uh, we have a County District 1 Supervisor, Chairman of the San Joaquin County Board of Supervisors, Miguel Villapudua. His brother is with us today, who's played many around here at Van Buskirk, Andy Villapudua. We also have um, Miguel's Chief of Staff, Chris Rupe. Uh, family friend and uh, golfer here at uh, Van Buskirk, Ray Romo, and the gentleman we want to start our discussion with, Mr. Jose Santiago, who his history is synonymous with Stockton golf, especially this golf course where, Jose, you were the, the pro for so many years, but you were here at the very beginning when this golf course opened. Can you tell us about those days? And, uh, Bob Warner and myself opened the golf course up on April 28, 1961. Bob Warner was very well known in the city. Bob Warner was really the pro, but he took me into the partnership, so I was a co-pro with him. And I, myself, I was here for 40 years, and I've been retired since December of 201, December 201. Now I spent all my time in Swenson Park, BS and for the guys and having some coffee. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. It doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> and it's been uh, it's been great out here, really. We had we had a lot of good people play golf out here, and I had a lot of fun, and we all did really. I know they said I was a little mean, but that the heck, that uh, takes you can't care be of that. Us in line. Yeah. yeah. Right. They said to keep them in line. Well, you know, when, when but th- I enjoy everybody. When things happen like this, we get a little nostalgic, and I've heard some stories today. One from your daughter who said that you would bark at her from the <laughs> from the starter's <laughs> desk when she was on the first tee. Get your feet closer together. Well, got to get them going <laughs> the right way. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But what are some of your fondest memories about your time here at Van Buskirk? Well, I had a good time, but I mean, it's a they were all good memories, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. They're yeah. all good memories. Nice. I enjoy coming to work every day. I mean, nice. that, that, that's it, uh, yeah. about 100% of the deal, you know. But uh, you enjoy the people. Yeah. Enjoy working for the city. Had no problem with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not much more I can say. Yeah, excellent. So, uh, Andy Villapudua, um tell us about this golf course, what it's meant to you and your, your family and kind of the emotions running through you uh, today. Well, we came out here yesterday at 6 in the morning. It was a tradition. And uh, my father had started playing golf, I think, in the early 60s and late uh, late 60s, early 70s. Lee Trevino was, you know, on the rise. You know, he's a you know famous Hispanic golfer. You know, he a lot of the Mexicans were proud to have someone who could challenge, you know, Jack Nicklaus at the time, who was, you know, the Golden Bear. So we started playing out here when we were seven, eight years old. All my brothers did. And uh, most of the Hispanics that were, you know, in the community, they started all playing. And you'd have a convergence of, you know, fathers with their sons. And 
you know, we'd be playing, learn how to play golf, and they show us etiquette. It mm. was uh, it was really a a place where you came to, you know, be a. They're showing you how to be a man, how to compete, how to have a good time, how to gamble a little bit, you mm-hmm. know. And afterwards, they'd <laughs> all true. sit around. They'd Very all true. sit around, drink beers, and play cards and putt for dollars. Yeah. And you could come out, and so for a, you know, thirty-year period, you'd come out here, and your uncles would be out here, and they'd be putting for dollars, and they'd watch you play. And you know, there was one time where Miguel was playing golf with uh, Steve Coffey, and uh, we had his uncles following him around, and he tells. Uh, he tells he walks up to Miguel and he goes, "Hey Miguel, tell your buddy Steve he's never going to be a pro. He's not good." <laughs> so, tell us who Steve Coffee is. Steve Coffee is a he's a teacher that was a, taught at Lincoln. We went to high school together mm-hmm. in Franklin, and uh, he's a teacher at Lincoln for ten years. He was a girls' basketball coach. Great guy. He's uh, teaching in in Russia right now, and he's he's coming back next year, I believe. Wow. Yeah, awesome. he's teaching in Moscow. Yeah. Teaching in Moscow. So that's fantastic. Before we get off, before I lose my train of thought, you mentioned Lee Trevino. So there's, whenever I would come in here, I'd see that picture of Lee Trevino on the wall inside the yeah. golf shop. Tell us the story behind that photograph of, of Lee Trevino. That photograph was taken at Oakmore Golf Course. Lee did an exhibition over there, some, some kind. Mm-hmm. And somebody took the photograph and they gave it gave to it me. Gave it to you, huh? Gave it yeah. to me. That's how we yeah. got the Trevino. Up. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think Oakmore used to have pros go there and they play, had one you know? they had one year i think about yeah. the first year or so they opened they had a uh, pro-am mm-hmm. which billy casper wanted he was there yeah wow yeah he was there he won nice i mean jose has a you know rich tradition he was a famous golfer and there was another gentleman that i just i think with all due respect i think we should mention as well as ernie godina oh yeah ernie godina was uh you know he you'd come out here and as ed mentioned your bob is you could, um, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're humble Hispanics, and you know, you didn't have money to play. You walk in, Jose would say, "Son, you got money to hit balls." And he'd say, "No," and he go grab some balls. Ernie would follow you and say, "Hey, you're doing this wrong." He'd show you how to swing the club. You know, he'd show you how to, you know, hey, here's how you set up. You know, so to have Jose yelling at his daughter is kind of funny. <laughs> it reminded me of yeah. Ernie would say, "Put your hand," and he wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, you know, tell you move it. He'd slap it. You know, your hand, loosen it up, and you'd be like, "Man, I don't even know this guy that well, and he's hitting me." Uh-huh. But uh, they were great guys. You know, yeah. you could, you know, like Miguel mentioned earlier, you'd come out here and needed a tea time. Right. They were, there was ten of us. You know, we wanted to have just fun, just you know, kids. Uh-huh. And we'd uh, we'd have a little, our own skins game. We learned from the old guys. Hey, everybody puts up we're a dollar hole. Yeah. And it was good times. Jose's legendary skins games. Yeah. yeah. He carried that tradition on from here to Oakmore. To Oakmore, we used to play a day after the day after Thanksgiving. We had a group of We always had about 60 players over there. Yeah, Yeah. we had good times. Ray Romo is joining us now. And Ray, kind of tell us who you are, where you're from, and what's going through your mind today. Yeah, I'm from Stockton. And and going through my mind, you look this way, and you you see the golf course still people playing it it's like beautiful it's like what it's supposed to be then you look to the left and it's just like it's 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 overgrown and ugly and not taken care of so so you start you you try to think about the good but yeah then you start to start thinking about the future because you know the it's 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 leaving us right um and then the other thought is you know the days we came out here and, and you know there's our youth in the summer that that Jose and Ernie would let us play after their shift was over. I guess they would. They would let us play, and, and we yep. we they would close up, and they would literally literally say, "Hey, make sure you lock the gate on the way out." And mm-hmm. we would we would not want to go home. Maybe we would stay out here to eight, nine, ten, eleven o'clock, depending on what day of the week it was, mm-hmm. and putt, chip, 
and and putting for dollars, skins, and, and good camaraderie, man. We yeah. locked up, and we and it was almost a sense of responsibility, you know. Mm-hmm. Take care of you, take care of something to take care of. Locked up, and and and, and in return, we get to play. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great point you brought up. Is that sense of responsibility that was put on you guys, to, and you knew that if something happened, you didn't lock the gate or yes. so, did so. something on the course that you shouldn't have. It was going to come back on you, yeah. and that's that teaches responsibility yeah. at a young age. And obviously, sooner or later, the city, the city, the city. Uh, Obviously, put a stop to it. Yeah, it darn liability. Yes, and you know, sure you asked where yeah. I was from. You know, growing up in, in East Stockton and going to Franklin and Montezuma and Hamilton and mm-hmm. and golf wasn't something we even thought about. Yeah, you know, until you know the first day we came out here and played, it was like, wow, this is this is yeah, this is a fun, fun. it's exciting, it's challenging, it's it's it was everything. Right, everything it was fun. Absolutely, Miguel, thanks for being here and i know you've got uh a lot to say <laughs> right i'm sure right you know what just uh you know like Ray said you look around and you can look at the history and i think about you know my dad and all his friends running around here i was five years old when uh he was bringing me out here and i would you know shag balls for him and you know like andy said all my uncles and you know and you, this golf course you play the game it will teach you a lot of life lessons and um you know, it teaches you. You know, teaches you how to get along with your, with your buddies. Male bonding. You know, uh, male etiquette. You know, it just a, it's a great game, and it's unfortunate that all the kids in South Stockton aren't going to be able to enjoy this course like we did. Right. You know, when I went to Franklin, um, you know, playing a golf team, and Ray, Rob Reina, you know, John Levis, you know, Keith Lopez. You know, we all, you know, we started playing Van Bustard, and we bonded. I mean, we're still brothers. You know, we still talk. We talk about the old times and playing golf. And um, it's it's sad because it's, a lot of kids aren't going to be able to enjoy what we did. Yeah, Ray mentioned that the back nine, which used to be the front nine, wasn't it back originally? Nine the front. Yeah. Well, it was nine holes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was nine holes. That was what then became the back nine. It's been closed for a while, and it's as Ray described. If you haven't seen it, it's it's really overgrown. And I think people who uh, are voting about the future of Brookside's golf course maybe should come over here and take a look and see how quickly things mm. can change mm. if you yeah. don't maintain a golf course. But uh, so it has been kind of a of, of a slow decline, and, and maybe yep. you could explain to people who maybe don't know, and I don't mean to catch you off guard here, but no, where, okay. how have we kind of gotten to this point? Well, think? apparently, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't play golf nowadays, and um, Swenson and Van Buster were, you know, they belong to the city and they're losing money, <coughs> and to keep it open, you know, Mayor Tubbs decided, hey, you know what, we might have to close the golf courses, and it created it created uproar, but it saved Swenson in that regard because you know in North Stockton, you know, they care. I'm not saying they don't care about Van Buster, but a lot more people care in North Stockton than they do about South Stockton because, you know, they would have town halls about Swinson. There were no town halls about Van Buster. If there were, they were very small. And um, at the end of the day, the city council decided that, yeah, we can keep Swinson open, but Van Buster, we can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate for everybody in South Stockton, especially the children, especially the kids who uh, won't get the opportunity to play this beautiful course and to learn how to play golf because mm-hmm. golf's an expensive game. There's no doubt about it. Right. And I guess some of the repairs would have been like to the, the irrigation system that is true. some other stuff and then just general upkeep over right there's no doubt about it keeping all, to keep a golf course up it takes a lot of money a lot of maintenance and a lot of time and money and I get it yeah yeah how close are you working with the city on on maybe a future plan uh, for this because if folks don't know the van Buskirk family, I don't know if I'm using the yep. right terminology, deeded this property to the city with the caveat that it must be recreational recreational purpose. Yes, I sit on Parks and Rec board, and um, you know what, they're thinking of ideas of what to do with the property, but right now it's, it's a funding issue, and um, 
Right now they're talking about emptying the ponds and filling the ponds up with dirt for a safety issue. We don't want kids, you know, jumping in the water and, and so forth and what could happen. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to come up with some good ideas of what to do with the property. It's a beautiful piece of property. So like my brother Andy said, I think it'd be a great idea for maybe soccer fields, keep kids off the streets, keep them busy. Yeah. That's what we're hoping to do. I mean, that's the most important thing is to keep kids busy. Yeah. 219 acres, is that Sorry. Yeah, 219, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. And it's an unusual kind of piece of property, the shape of it, because it's right along the bank of the channel, if I'm right. not mistaken. I'm, I'm yeah. not sure yep. what this body of water is called, the channel, the delta. Somewhat right. here. Yeah, and it, it, it kind of goes east-west in a kind of a thin strip. Right. You know, it's not a square parcel or a rectangular yeah. parcel, so that, I think that's going to present some challenges. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful piece of property, it though. Is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you want to get your five cents? He's shaking his head now. <laughs> Well, guys, thanks for so much for this uh, opportunity. I'm sorry it's under these circumstances. As someone who played a lot of golf here at Van Buskirk over the years, it's a sad day for me, too. It really is. And, um, hey, maybe we'll get out, play at Swenson or uh, someplace Swenson. else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do want to say one thing, sure. Bob, is, uh, you know, you had a lot of people here who um, raised their kids and have really brought back a lot to this community. You know, uh, the Lopez family, they have Anthony Madrid. I mentioned to you earlier, full ride to UOP soccer. Played four years. UOP golf. Yeah, UOP golf. golf. I'm sorry, UOP golf. And uh, there's countless number of, you know, what I call, you know, from our community, our side of it, the Hispanic Paul side. Hernandez it's Paul Hernandez. It's Paul Hernandez. He was our roommate. He played at San Jose State. He was the number three man golfer. There are countless guys who raise kids who have given back to this community. And it's, you know, it was a place where they would all get together. And as Miguel mentioned, you go to number nine, and there's a bench out there, and I for, uh, it's a Bob, it's a it's Clark. a R. Palmer quote, but it was dedicated to one of the parent, one of the golfers here, and he basically stated, you know, you learn to play golf, and you learn not to cheat, mm -hmm. and that's a real sign of a of a of a gentleman. And I remember when we used to rock around. This course was our course. We fixed divots. You know, Mr. Fernandez was the greenskeeper. These were some of the finest greens around, and. This is our place. And it was really a place where you could, you know, I used to, you so know, you really I, I brought, fix yeah. all the divots. Yeah, we used to all bring <laughs> our kids and we would all bring, our, they kids, they would bring <laughs> our kids and it was a place where you could go, okay, we're gonna learn. Um, and it's, it's sad, Yeah, it's, it's tragic. But like you said, Red, great things come to an end. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So, so any, thank you. Any final words? Not really. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Thank you, covered. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We did fix those yeah. divots because we want to keep coming out and playing. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, Bob, we want to thank you and the record for actually coming out here oh, and sure. um, showing some respect to Van Bus here yeah. because it truly is an amazing place. And yeah, it's worth noting. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Bob. We want to come back, Jose.